This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and the Ten Society. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Good evening, sir. How you doing tonight, man? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's been a crazy day. Man, there's just so much going on right now in the Country Squire world. You know, our beloved intern, he, he had an accident last week. Wait, he, what? Yeah, he, he was running with his dog, and the leash on his dog tripped him up, and right. he, he broke yeah. his kneecap. And so, man, he I didn't even know you could do that. I mean, man. I guess I just never thought about having, you know, your kneecap broken or whatever. But yeah, dude, he uh he crushed his kneecap and uh and old Caleb, he's been uh been out of commissions. We're we're backlogged on, you know, just all kinds of stuff trying to get things hemmed up. Our friend Jimmy, who has been kind of working seasonally shout here out at the to Squire. Jimmy. Yeah, shout out to Jimmy. He's such a good guy and a good friend, and he's been working during the the kind of the winter months for us and uh, has done a great job so we're just trying to scramble together it shows how incredibly important someone like caleb really is yeah but, man uh man we've we've yeah we're things are good though it's we're just rocking and rolling it was a slow january but we're coming roaring into february and almost in time for uh international pipe smoking day which we'll touch on uh here here in a little bit yeah man okay so of course as we broadcast and uh, and record this podcast on monday night it is the monday after super bowl sunday uh, and did y'all have a Super Bowl event here at the Squire? We did. Yeah, we how did, did that go? It, yeah. it was great. Yeah, we um didn't have a huge crowd, but it was an enthusiastic crowd. So Patriots, um, Eagles, where were they? Uh, yeah, I think most people were Eagles fans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our, our we we did uh, our our resident uh, Greek Orthodox priest uh, who who is from New England uh, was, <laughs> was, was was pulling for the Pats, but uh, the Eagles fans were victorious and uh, and we're happy about that. That's so, good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, if, I would I would imagine that even the Patriots. Would have to get behind the underdog tail of the Eagles. I don't think so. No, not, not even that. Not <laughs> if you're a real that. Patriots fan, no, there's no chance. Oh wow, wow. wow. I, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was good though. Yeah, you love to see stories like that. You know, all those they kept showing that hundred year old man. You know, that had been pulling for the Eagles. You know, since he could you know remember how his how to do the ABCs wow, or whatever. Yeah. And they'd never won a Super Bowl, and you know he was just so excited to win. And I was thinking to myself, like, man, if they lose, this this guy's gonna die like right there. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be terrible. It'd be just awful. Oh my gosh! So, so it worked out good. Well, it was it was it was a great game. It was a great game. You know, I'm I'm always uh, I am definitely the guy that tunes in primarily for the commercials. And there was a lot of great uh, Tide. I think was the big winner of the night. In fact, this isn't a podcast. Yeah, it's a Tide ad. It's a right. <laughs> it's, it's four year, four to five year experiment. That's right. uh, yeah, it's, it's just been a Tide. No, ad. it was so funny, dude. <laughs> they kept showing that the Tide stuff, and I was thinking, are, did they book this like you know these spots before all the Tide Pod stuff? Like came around. <laughs> right. Like, did they book it? Uh, you know, or, or did they book it to try to you know get back in people's good graces or something? I don't Man, know. But there's just tied everywhere. Yeah. And what's yeah. the guy from Stranger Things that was on there? Oh, was that the guy from Stranger uh, Things? Yeah, I forget his name. But anyway, uh, Sean Aston. That's um, not him. That's not him. No idea. Yeah, I, anyway. I don't know who that was. Uh, but yeah, the the guy that kept uh, kept showing up. It was they, they were they were clever. It was good. So, <laughs> it was good. Well, uh, uh, hey man. So uh, this coming weekend, actually, I got something kind of big going on. So I am actually going down to uh, New Orleans for Mardi Gras because I will be, Dude, yeah. I will actually be riding in Endymion, uh, the Endymion, uh, the crew thereof, 
Uh, it's like the big Mardi Gras parade. I was about to say that's the that's kind of the the big daddy, right? Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, and a lot of us aren't familiar with Mardi Gras how it works, but there's different parades, yes. different crews. Endymion is kind of the um, I mean, it's it's really the Rolls Royce of them all, right? It, it really is. It's, yeah. It's very uh, very exclusive. Very. Uh, How'd very... you get into that? How'd I got you have to pay off to get into that. <laughs> I have a very. You're too, you're too lowbrow for something like that. I have a very generous uncle <laughs> who rolls around with uh, with the Rolls Royce crowd, and okay. so. He okay. uh, he gave me his spot. That was and, kind. Uh, it was very kind of him. Yeah. And so man, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, it, this this apparently this parade goes all throughout the French Quarter and downtown, and it actually ends. It goes around the Superdome, and then it goes into the Superdome where there's this like massive party, and it's apparently an all day event. From what I'm told, like the parade lasts for four hours. Imagine like a road trip, a four hour road trip where you're standing up the entire time. <laughs> and apparently the rules are I got to keep my mask on the entire time I'm gonna float, okay. and okay. I cannot pass out. <laughs> Word on the street, though. This Only one of the house rules in New Orleans, of course, would be uh, you cannot pass out. Right, right. Well, right. so so that's the thing that apparently <laughs> there is there's talk that that when you, you pass out, they just leave you on the side of the road. <laughs> and so and we all know what happens when that happens. I'm sure that doesn't right. happen. I'm sure that's not the case. But I, I'm not going to pass <laughs> that's out. That's why the, the the pipe would be so you know functional during this time because it keeps you focused. <laughs> you have to have to uh, yeah. rhythmically puff. You know while while you're going on. And just uh, I don't know. But be sure to stay hydrated. I, I think it would be good. <laughs> I've been told that uh, my riding partner, because apparently, like you've got like sections of the float, you've got a dedicated section that is your section, and you're kind of with the people that are around you, and you can't kind of leave that space. So anyway, the guy that's going to be in in my area apparently is like a, a huge cigar aficionado. So uh, you're gonna you're gonna educate me before I go, so I'll, I'll be able to say impressive oh, stuff. That's good, yeah. They yeah. won't know this like this kid from Mississippi, you know, who's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I can afford to be here. Yeah, uh-huh, uh, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta let me. Uh, yes, 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 of course. Oh, I see you've got these uh, fine sticks there. Let me get you this hammer and sickle uh, whatever the, the right <laughs> phraseology that, 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 that that's correct that is a that is a, a, a boutique brand of cigars so nailed that, it that's, that's great well hey man so uh, that's exciting big date coming up as you as you mentioned before ladies and gentlemen it's not 420 it's 220 it's 220 and we know that is the real pipe smoking day that's right and, and international pipe smoking day yeah coming up on february the 20th it comes every year and of course the country squire as is tradition is going to have an awesome promotion and sale and we're we're really fired up about Ooh, about what you all got? that what so, you got? Uh, starting the 20th which is a tuesday and going through that saturday which is the 24th we're so excited everything on our website will be 10 percent off and pipes will be an additional 10 percent off so 20 percent off 20 percent off okay. on all pipes and then 10 percent off everything else in the shop that's accessories blended tobaccos tin tobaccos lighters everything you name it it's just going to be all across the board so and then of course uh, 20 percent off on pipes which is great so we're fired up what we're really excited about though is for the first we, we've actually got some some stuff we're giving away this is the first <gasps> time we've done this before Ooh! and so um yeah we you know kind of put our heads together and thought what can we do to make this year kind of extra special for international pipe smoking day and so we are actually coming up with a custom blend just for oh! just for international pipe smoking day and the only way you can get it is by ordering at least fifty dollars worth of products from the country squire gotcha, so if, gotcha. you, if you order fifty dollars you'll get a sample of the new international pipe smoking day blend from 2018 and then we're also excited this is the first time we've done anything like this if you order 150 dollars worth of stuff you'll get a free t-shirt from the country squire as well Interesting. so okay, uh, okay. man we we were fired up we're giving away that and then uh 200 orders also are actually going to get a free tin of tobacco from a name brand tobacco blender and so it could be aromatic or non-aromatic but we're we're just so excited we're looking forward to uh, just a really big, you know, fun February. This is kind of the pipe smokers 
It's like Christmas 2.0. It, it's, it, it, it's a pipe it smoker's Christmas. It, it, it really is. Yeah. You know, everyone's like, why, why are y'all so excited? Everyone's trolling all the uh, the pipe smoking forums, yeah. looking for discount codes and free <laughs> shipping codes and things like that. And I mean, we're always, uh, always really glad to play a part in that. So, Man, with the way um, that you described all of those amazing deals, I feel yeah. like Pylorns needs to bring down his drone and catch a blending again. That was I don't, just... yeah, yeah, well, you're right. No, you catch me blending. I don't know. I mean, you know, with people watching, I mean, I got a, I got an image to keep up. You yeah, know? I, no, I don't we... know. I can't, I can't, can't get caught blending too often. Hard to get that image out of your head. That's right. for sure. <laughs> Uh, well, man, that sounds like great. That, that sounds like a fun yeah. One. We're excited. So more uh, more information on that as we go forward. We'll be bulking up on our on our products here on our website and stuff really over the next several days. So be looking for new pipes, new tobaccos coming out, and uh, a lot more inventory to get fired up about. Two twenty this year. It comes on a Tuesday. 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 Okay. Yeah. So we'll we'll be recording the day before. Day before it. Yeah. Okay. Because you know, so typically for International Pipe Smoking Day, I, I I tend to like smoke a special tobacco, something I've kind of had up in the cellar and kind of break it open. And and generally, I do a kind of a periscope or, or some kind of video or, or live smoking of it. I have to go through my cellar. Yeah. Kind of figure out what you what you got hanging around. Yeah. Yeah, I might do yeah. that sometime tomorrow or sometime between now and then. I'll, I'll do a I'll do a periscope through the cellar and then I'll let the the uh, the viewers decide what what I will smoke for uh, international pipe smoking. Yeah, how about that? That's very, a, very that's good, a, very good. I think it'll be a fun one, man. All right, well that's great. What and, else uh, we got going on? Yeah, other announcements. Uh, North Carolina State Come Fairgrounds. Come on, raise up, man! It's so exciting. On uh, Saturday, April seventh, the uh, North Carolina Pipe and Tobacco Expo will be from nine a.m. to four thirty p.m. there at the North Carolina State Fairgrounds in Raleigh. It's going to be in the House Holster Building, and just follow the signs kind of when you get on the property there. But there will be a pipe carvers workshop on the 6th, which is the day before. And then the night of the 6th, from 5 to 9 at the Ramada Inn on Blue Ridge Road, there will be a reception party. So if you're in the area, please go to that. Again, 9 o'clock in the morning to 4.30 p.m. on Saturday, April 7th. That's the North Carolina Pipe and Tobacco Expo. You know, man, I mean, that's that's American tobacco country right there. Yes, sir. So uh, it's going to be going to be an exciting time. So um, if you have any questions about that, uh, reach out to Steve. You can get him at steve at gocsouth.com or catch him at 252-567-5472. So excited about that. I hope we get some pictures and video and all kinds of good content in from that. And, and then also, of course, our uh, friends in Texas have announced that the Texas Pipe Show will be on October 6th of this year. And so uh, we look forward to getting more information about that soon. But mark your calendar if you are in the area or would like to uh, make a trip to Fort Worth. All right, man. Yeah. So we've got a fun show tonight. For those that have never joined us for a Squire Select episode, that is where we pair up various things with pipe tobacco. Now, typically speaking, yeah. historically, if you do the math, you will find that the vast majority of Squire Selects are all based on some sort of whiskey or brown liqueur. Not liqueur, liquid. I'm just trying to say brown, liquid. Brown water. Brown water. Right. Wh- whiskey, scotch, <laughs> uh, bourbon. That That's what we enjoy yeah. uh, to, to have along with uh, our pipe tobacco. So what we do is we take two various beverages and uh, John David, using his vast palate and knowledge, pairs them up with the right pipe tobacco <laughs> to enjoy them by. Uh, now, all that to be said, there are some occasions where we do other drinks as well. We've done gin. We've done uh, tea like once. We've done coffee. Yeah, we've like done wine. Once We did wine like once. I think we might have done beer like once, but yeah, we, no. we've never done barbecue. We, we have never done barbecue. We will rectify that in the future. The people have demanded it, but they're not getting it tonight because tonight we're talking to whiskey. <laughs> Man, it's great. We always look forward to this. And uh, of course, you know, ha- have have had a lot of fun because there's been so many different whiskeys donated to us from listeners of the Country Squire. And so we kind of have to... Oh, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so, so you're right. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just had this epiphany all of a sudden. If... 
we're drinking whiskeys that are sent into us, right? Because the listeners keep sending us whiskey, right? And so that's why the Squire Select's always been about whiskey. So if the listeners started sending barbecue, <laughs> then there would be no choice but you to idiot. do a Squire Select. They're not going to send it. They, they, you can't they can functionally send, do that. They could send barbecue gift cards. That's ridiculous. There could be there could be there's steak services where they send you the steak. Yeah, every like the freeze dried uh, steaks that you get from Omaha. Or and whatever. then we'll have to de- <laughs> or thaw them because de thawing is not a thing. You can thaw them, then we'll cook them up, and then we'll. Slap some barbecue sauce on them. This is not acceptable. If if you're listening and you're a a fan of Country Squire Radio and you're just thinking, this sounds like a great idea to to surprise those guys or something like, like don't don't do it. Just just please please do don't it. do that. Do it. No, I I I'm against. I, I seriously am against it. All right, I, 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 look, I'm not trying to beg for food here. I'm just saying, like I'm sorry that it's come to. Like this. It's, at some point, there's just such a there's such a low. <laughs> I mean, there's just such a such a such an incredible low. You know, it's like man, you, you gotta. I mean, uh, it, it, someday I'm going to have to look in the eyes of my little kids and stuff and say, like, oh, Daddy, what would you do the you, year before I was born? You sampled well, barbecue from around the world that, that you paired with pipe tobacco. That we grovel for. love on a- <laughs> and joy to millions. <laughs> Thousands, more let's, accurately. Let's talk. <laughs> tens and tens of people, just tens of people. Hundreds of thousands, <laughs> or hundreds, thousands, lots of people. Lots of folks. Man, let's talk about whiskey tonight. How about that? Let's talk about whiskey and pipe tobacco. Let's do it. Um, so we love uh, love doing this. Of course, um, you know, we try to pick things that are interesting, things that maybe you haven't had before, uh, weren't aware of, and then, and then also some things that are more mass market. And we're trying to mix it up tonight. We have had so many friends. Uh, it, it's funny, particularly from the state of Texas that have gifted us some some really fine brown waters. We'll be talking about one here momentarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we want we want to mix it up because we want to find things also that are, um, you know, readily available regardless of where you live. Right, right? yeah. A lot true. of these whiskeys are so good, but, you know, they're so small batch. They're, they're craft products that, uh, you know, as, as good as they are and as much as you may want to try them, you just may not be able to find them if you live in, gosh, Ohio or Kansas or, you know, wherever. I mean, you, you know, it's just, you, you might have to order them offline if, if that's even legal in your state, which uh, of course in or our in state your country, or right, or that too. So we try to keep it a good mix, and in the spirit of that tonight, spirit, you caught that. Oh. Um, t- tonight we're uh, we're going to start out with something that is maybe a little more lowbrow than what a lot of our uh, listeners are, are accustomed to. But I have to be honest, it's delicious. Well, it's, if- it's really it's really good. <laughs> It's if really it's good. lowbrow, then I'm sure you find it absolutely right. It's absolutely, absolutely exquisite. <laughs> Although, when it comes to the tobacco, you've got like this like premium palate. But when it comes to uh, anything in the beverage it, variety, anything in the beverage, the beverage <laughs> area, except for Boodles, I, I, I defend that. I, I will defend that. Boodles is great. Right, I'm not going to bash. No, I, I I will defend not on that. This but, show. but when it comes to beer and you know, I don't. It's some whiskey. Of course, I like good scotch. Sure. I mean, I'm a wild turkey guy, so you can't expect a whole lot of me. You are a wild turkey guy, right? Oh, while, while you're pouring this, <laughs> while you're pouring this, I want to share something on air. So I was uh, a, a couple weekends ago. I was with my wife, and we were at a uh, a benefit for I want to say it's like the. the Heart Foundation, Kidney Foundation. It's got to be the heart. Yeah, one of those organs. One of those organs. And so at this thing, they had an open bar, <laughs> and the bartender was being very, very generous. And I was like, man, this is some generous portions that they're serving out. I come up and I'm like, I would like, I'd, you know, I'd like, I'd like your best bourbon. She pulls out that old Charter Eight. <laughs> yeah. And she gives me I'd like a, your finest whiskey. She gives me a tall glass of this thing. <laughs> I mean, it's like basically she could have poured like the whole bottle into this one glass. <laughs> it was massive. You just got to think eight seasons, man. I mean, that that's that's uh that's exquisite stuff. So this is Jackie um, D. Yeah. So so this is this is actually Jack Daniel's rye. Uh, this is a uh, Tennessee straight rye whiskey. 
Of course, we're all familiar with Jack Daniels. You know, it's one of those uh, just prolific spirits that you find everywhere. Best-selling whiskey, of course, in the United States and, and is in that the right? World. Yeah, I by mean, by, that, by a mile. That's not yeah. that's not surprising, right? Their um, branding. It's hard to find somebody off the side of the road that doesn't know Jack Daniels. Well, I mean, I, I've literally, you know, every other country I've been in that I've you know gone in urban areas, I have seen Jack Daniels, you know, stuff, either signs or you know posters or, or T-shirts or whatever. I mean, it's just it's just everywhere, you know. So so people. People know about Jack Daniels, and of course, Jack Daniels. You know, even though they're kind of king of the hill uh, as far as the market share goes, they they're feeling pressure, you know, from other parts of the industry because folks are getting more into serious bourbons now. Right? right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of like a bad tobacco blender. Even though they, you know, sell a whole lot of tobacco, they're starting to get a little pressure from, uh, you know, folks like Cornell and Deal or, or maybe the Country Squire or whatever. So they got to up their game a little bit, you know. Okay. And, and, and it's not, you know, I say that tongue in cheek. It's, uh, you know, there's a lot of folks that love Jack Daniel. Frankly, I, I don't mind Jack Daniels. I think it's pretty good, especially Gentleman Jack. I think it's got a got a really great taste, not too much bite, and you know, it's just a just a great whiskey on its own. Uh, of course, Jack Daniels, I, I love to blend with it if I'm making like a, you know, some kind of cocktail or something like that. But anyway, Jack Daniels, they're they're starting to feel kind of the heat the pressure of good whiskey yeah i mean just just the market getting more competitive we'll yeah. put it we'll put it that okay. way so yeah uh, <laughs> don't uh, want to step put, on put on put on my diplomat shoes here mm. and so uh yeah so the jack daniels uh they came out last year with their rye uh whiskey this is billed oh, as their this is billed as their first new recipe in 150 years which you know i i don't wow. know do, do you believe that i mean i, I don't know maybe Maybe, maybe you do. I mean, I, it, it I, might I, be their first new recipe that they put out in this quantity. Yeah, may, may, probably so. I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, you know, they've probably done a few little things here and there, but mass market stuff, it's, uh, you know, probably the case. So uh, this is a 90 proof whiskey. It's got just a real beautiful, warm golden color in the bottle. It kind of pairs nicely. You've got this almost Southern look with this uh, kind of craft paper label here and you know the green that the always Jameson's uh, green. Uh, J- you're right. I right. mean, right? No, you you, you know, and you, you do see that a lot with rye whiskeys. They'll kind of flank the, uh, <laughs> you know, the um the accent uh color on rye whiskeys tend to be green for some reason. I don't know why that became the, the standard. But anyway, just a real real pretty presentation. It's a seventy percent rye, eighteen percent corn, and twelve percent malted barley. And, and and when you smell it, you immediately smell the sting of that rye. It's oh, definitely yeah. it's definitely there. It's a strong whiskey. It's one of those that you know. You kind of know you're dealing with something substantial. There's also on the nose, you know, kind of this uh, stings the nostrils, stings the nostrils. <laughs> but you know, uh, like something else that we know and love. But you know, there's uh, on on the nose. I also get kind of interestingly enough notes of fruit. Particularly, I thought this was interesting, and I I, I recognized it immediately. Had to go corroborate this with other tobacco or other whiskey tasters. But um, I, I smelled bananas on, on there. Do you, do you smell that? Do you, do you smell do you smell bananas? Okay, so now that you mention it, yeah. Yes. It's kind of one I mean, of those that's things. A, that's like a like one of those dehydrated banana chips. Like that's that's yeah. I, I smell that when I smell this whiskey. It's really interesting. Well, and have you ever had roasted bananas? I have not. It kind of smells like I this. feel like I like bananas foster kind of thing. Well, so my mom used to when we were growing up, she used to, to roast bananas. Okay. Like she would like put them in a pan, she'd like throw some like cinnamon in there. Okay. And then she would roast them and we kind of Okay. They were really good if you like put them over over ice cream or something of that nature. Yeah, that sounds good. It would it wasn't yeah. too bad. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of actually getting that smell there. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's uh, let's, let's try it. it out. Yep. Oh, oh. Mm. You're such a pansy. No, it's not that. It's just that it's just not good, man. 
<laughs> Look, Jack Daniels, the reason why it is so, well, I mean, aside from the fact of just genius marketing that has been discussed. It's just that it's not good. It's just that it's not good. Look, this is, this is as you mentioned, great. this is a, this is a uh, whiskey that yeah. is meant to be blended. This well, is a cocktail whiskey. I, 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 for me personally, I prefer just normal Jack Daniels that way. This, I enjoy, frankly, drinking it on its own. I think it's, really? I think it's nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you know. I mean, it's each their own. It's just it, there's just something about the. Um, I, I don't. I don't have this precious baby's bottom <laughs> palate that you have that is just so exquisitely no. delicate that it. Yeah. Wait till we get to the tobacco. Right. And you start dividing that. I know, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know. Yeah. It, it, it's interesting. Of course, this is a very. You can taste the bananas it, too. It, it's like a now very, that you've got me thinking about it, it's all I can taste from this. It, it's fascinating, isn't it? it? Really there's is, something yeah. about that. I'd be interested to know if other folks got that from from this uh, particular whiskey. But there there is a certain um, tingle that comes with this whiskey. Uh, Bo may call it a burn. I call it a tingle. But uh, it's one of those things where uh, I immediately feel it on the roof of my mouth. Just some uh, some nice burn there. It's not a harsh bite, uh, really, for me. But it's one of those that you'll be familiar with if you do like a good uh, a good rye whiskey uh, at this price point. So anyway, um, I, I thought this was this was fun. Uh, of course, it's a strong whiskey. Um, it, the proof is not off the charts, but uh, the taste and the flavor is strong. And so we wanted to pair it with a tobacco that was going to be a little more mellow, something that wouldn't be so high in the superlatives, although <laughs> would uh, would have a nice strength to it. And so, yeah, why, um, why on earth would you want to block the flavor of this? Oh, wait, that's what everybody does. That's why they blend this. With that's why Jack they mix it Coke, with Dr. Pepper Jack and or Dr. whatever. Pepper. Right. <laughs> Jack and is basically what its name should be. Right, right. <laughs> well, tonight I'm, I'm we're we're pairing it with Solani Aged Burley Flake. Oh, this okay. is uh, blend 656. Solani, uh, you know, we talk occasionally about their blends, and they make good stuff. I mean, this is a, one of those small batch blenders. I think all their stuff now is made in Germany. This is always really peculiar tobacco. This is just a burly flake. It's just a really clean smelling, clean tasting burly. There, there's not a lot of complexity here. It's a strong tobacco as far as Burleys are just strong tobaccos as far as the, uh, not the flavor profile, but the just kick. the strength, the kick to it. And so, you know, you're, you're going to get that. But I think uh, paired with this particular whiskey that's a strong whiskey, that has a good bit of bite. Uh, it's one of those that kind of will leave you, um, uh, just give your palate a little break if you want to enjoy your pipe while you're while you're doing that. For a flake tobacco, this is actually, uh, you know, burns relatively cool and is easy to keep lit, which is nice. You know, a lot of those Virginias that we talk about, particularly Virginia flakes, they've got so much uh, natural sugar in them that they just destroy your tongue you know it's one of those things like uh you know our our, our friend um uh gosh who was it he said about one of our tobaccos recently if you smoke it and then drink a diet coke it'll make you see god kind of thing oh, wow. <laughs> you know one of those uh deals and I, and, I, and i think uh this is kind of the opposite of that the, the, <laughs> you see the devil right right <laughs> <laughs> the burly you know it uh it, it just has this kind of clean mellow flavor there's not as much natural sugar and so even though it's a strong uh tobacco it i think pairs nicely with the bite of the uh of the jack daniels rye so uh good good tobacco I, if, if if you haven't tried the Solani Bur- Aged Burley Flake, uh, highly recommend it. It's it's not for me an everyday smoker. It's a component in a you know a nicely varied cellar, but uh, but I, I do think it's something that everyone should try. Solani definitely, in terms of the branding and everything, it, it looks like it's got a very kind of classic look to it. It's just I real mean, clean. You can yeah. see it almost kind of like right next to the uh, Jack Daniels in terms of the uh, the branding of the era. Yeah, you know, it looks yeah. to have kind of the uh, the ships coming into port. Yeah, how, do you know do you know how long it's been around? 
Gosh, I, I don't. I mean, I know Solani Tobacco has been around for quite a while. I don't know don't know how long this particular tobacco has been or, or any specifics at all, frankly. So, but it's you know it's a it's a really good seller on the market. Probably their better sellers even than this on the market are the Virginia Flake with Perique. Uh, it's the yellow label, and I'm forgetting the number uh, that it is. Really, really popular. It's one of the one of the really most pronounced peppery tobaccos that you'll find. And then, of course, the Solani Silver Flake, which is a very expensive tin. It's thirty dollars for uh, for a hundred gram tin. Um, it's kind of a large square tin. It's not vacuum sealed, so you have to handle it kind of differently. But it's got some dark fired burley in it, which gives it kind of a nice smoky peaty flavor. Now we all know that um, raisins is kind of a trigger word for you, right? I, I, I wish you would have given me a uh, what, what's the um, you know you know the um, thing where I have a heads up so I can go run and hide yeah, right, before right, you right, say right. that Tr- trigger warning, right? That uh, that one, yeah. yeah. So so if I say that this kind of has a tin note like wheat or not wheat but like hay, yeah. No, I think that's fair. Okay, yeah. You know what I think of with this, and I, I almost wonder when I smoke this tobacco if it's part of the artwork or something that's also getting me. But I, I get I'm, I'm actually going to say it raisin bran. Trigger warning. I know. <laughs> I know it's like those brand cereals, you know. You open the box and it's just like these kind of golden, gnarly flakes that are in there. And I, I don't know. I, I kind of, um, I kind of get that. I, I don't know. Okay, all so, right, fair enough. Yeah, anyway, it's, wow, uh, it's good. I, I think it goes well with the, uh, with the Jack Daniels rye, though. So. Raisin bread. I, that, that's that's impressive. That is a delicate palate. There it is. Up, yeah, there such, it is. A delicate things. palate that apparently I just destroyed with this twenty five dollar whiskey. No, no. Look, if you if you are a big Jack Daniels fan, I don't want to. I'm not judging you. I'm judging the whiskey that you love. <laughs> That's that's what that is. That's fair. Now, um, speaking so, of whiskey from an area where people love to be judged, Texas. We're gonna uh, <laughs> Texas. What, what exactly am I holding here? Because of course, this was a gift that actually came from the uh, our time at the Texas Pipe Show. That's right. That's right. We're still still working through some of those, which is Man, just amazing. It's y'all such hooked a us. Up. Testament. I know to just gosh, y'all were so incredibly gracious to us. So yeah, this is a, a bottle of TX blended whiskey. Uh, it, it, it may be pronounced Texas blended whiskey, but it's TX blended whiskey. You'll see it very prominently pronounced there on the front of the bottle. It's from Firestone and Robertson, which is a distillery in Fort Worth. Now, newer distillery, these guys have not been around for a really long time, but super small batch, again, craft stuff. You know, we love talking about these things because in our whiskey kind of culture today, there's just such a, you know, incredible desire to find those small batch uh, things that have been artisan created out of uh, ingredients that are hard to get and all that kind of stuff. And and of course, the Firestone Robertson uh, Distillery, they that's what they major in, right? So that it's right up there. Uh, of course, like a lot of these uh, companies and, and small businesses that are trying to promote their craft products, you know, they they go the extra mile. It's funny looking at the bottle, of course, the bottle is, uh, you know, just kind of a normal, you know, you've seen a lot of bottles probably like that in your local package store. But the difference here you've got around the neck of the bottle, kind of this little burlap uh, to, you know, ribbon thing, which kind of makes you feel of uh, the old South or yeah. like a Conestoga wagon or something like that. You it's know? got a specialness to it. It's that uh, it's that charm. Yeah, just a little, just a little charm to yeah, it. Yeah. But but and then to top it off, literally, the, all the caps for this particular whiskey are handmade, and they actually use boot leather to make the um, the central ornament there on the top of the cap. So isn't that cool? <laughs> if the big TX yeah. didn't tell you it was Texas. I know, I know, right? <laughs> they they use boot leather, right? <laughs> right. What's cool, you can actually. Uh, 
give your boots or old leather to this distillery and they will make you look at that uh, they will make you custom caps out of your own stuff and then you know when you buy your own bottle of uh of this particular whiskey then you can use it or give it away you know maybe to a good friend and it'll have a story to go with it or something like that i gotta so. tell you with the you know, I'm, I'm not an outdoors kind of guy but but i'm in mississippi and i own some boots and i don't know that i want those like boots touching any whiskey based on <laughs> the wear and tear that they've received over the years <laughs> them some foul boots yes <laughs> they've been some stuff so uh yeah man uh pour, pour yourself a little bit here i right. um, have already uh, indulged a little bit is myself. Is that yours right there? Uh, yeah, this, this is mine. So, nah, yeah, better not. <laughs> Taking it easy. Doesn't have the lady here tonight. That's right. Yeah. So this is a proprietary blend of, of whiskeys. It's a blended whiskey, and in America, I believe it's uh, over 20 or 21% of the whiskey has to be straight whiskey, and then it can be you know a variety after that. So blended whiskey, um, of course, they don't tell you exactly what's in there. It has, what's interesting to this, your immediate, or my, my immediate, let me speak for self, my immediate impression of this is mild and semi-weak. And so, you, you know, you smell it and taste it, and you're like, oh, that's just not that strong. Well, you smell it, and there's like nothing there. there there's just not a lot there and then you know this is 80 proof whiskey so it's gonna be on the on the milder side uh you might get a little vanilla a little uh, I, I picked up some milk chocolate which i thought was interesting just a little bit of um kind of a milky flavor which was good but then just a few seconds into into you you doing this uh you know sipping it uh kind of letting it rest on your palate and swallowing something happens and and it is a um just something i haven't really experienced a lot on whiskeys before and it's a heat and when i say heat i don't mean bite i mean like a temperature like the temperature of my tongue went up really like it like it started it started just kind of normal but as i swallowed and then sat on it uh the um the hotness of my mouth actually increased it was like a it was like a almost like a pepper it was very interesting you don't have that new flu do you I, no, no, no. Okay. I, I don't have the uh, the the pig flu. Or I'm, I'm, I'm gonna play catch up with you. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. All right, let's try this. It gets hotter. Wow, wow. Okay, I yeah, know, right? Yeah. <laughs> that, kinda, that sneaks up on you a little bit. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So you start out drinking this stuff, and it's oh. like, oh, that's mellow. Yeah, it tastes, you know, just a lot of things that you try in kind of a mild whiskey, you know, something of this proof. But then you're like, oh. Why, that's warm. That's just warm. You know, it's interesting, and, and it's not warm on your esophagus. You know, like when yeah. you, when you when you drink a strong whiskey, and a lot of time that warmth kind of follows down your throat. This is a warmth on your tongue. It, it's just really kind of odd and, I mean, and, and pleasant. It is. It is unique. You know, yeah. beforehand, you know, you always do such a great job, in, in you know, in terms of pre-show research to make sure that the uh, the, the pipe tobacco that you pair up is is choice. And so you you get a good diving into it beforehand. And I try to come in at this fresh, but right beforehand, you know, I, I had a little sampling. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is just basically water. But it was like a quick, quick splash. Right. Now that I'm actually, right. you know, <laughs> now that I'm comparing it against the Jack Daniels, it's, <laughs> it's like heaven. Uh, no, but I, I, I'm definitely uh, getting that that heat. It's it's really really good. It's kind mm-hmm. of a pleasant. It's not a bite. It's just, just kind of pleasant temperature heat that really comes on nicely, strong uh, on a in kind of a gradual uh, basis. So um, anyway, this particular whiskey, the TX Blended Whiskey, it won Best American Craft Whiskey in 2013 at no the way. at the World Spirits Competition. Really, which is, uh, really, you know, really saying something about it. So uh, if you're in, you know, a Texas area.
area and can get your hands on it, or if you're in one of those uh, lucky states where you can ship uh, liquor into your state, um, you know, it might be one of those things you want to you want to check out. It won that in the region or nationally? In Best American Craft Whiskey 2013 World Spirits Competition. I mean, it's like, I, it, compared to Jack Daniels, it's good. I, I don't I don't know that I'd give it like nationally, but hey, 2013. Yeah, that's why we talk more about pipe tobacco than we do whiskey. Because we really we're not pros. I guess that's but true. But we do like to try them. You know, there's that. Um, what, isn't there like a whole profession based off of like sampling wine and like like tasting it and knowing like every about, single like being a sommelier? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Is does is that the same term that it would be for whiskey? No. It well, would be something different. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they have probably their own. Yeah. yeah own, I, own designation. I could never. You could do yeah. that. I mean, you, you know, you got a whole other career and profession going on right now. But <laughs> if, uh, if this whole pipe thing doesn't work out, if for I weren't you. trying it right, if the FDA really <laughs> clamps down, yeah, <laughs> you, you might have a, uh, a little backup plan right there. Man, well, so I, I was, you know, thought hard about pairing this particular whiskey with uh, a tobacco tonight, and uh, this is a mild whiskey. This is one that doesn't have just a lot of off-the-charts flavors that pop out uh, that just clobber you with pepper or the bite of the the rye or the grain that just comes out of nowhere. You it's do have this, friendly. You do have the, kind of this heat thing going on, which is interesting to me, but it's, it's very kind to the mouth, uh, which, you know, is, is nice. It's a very sippable whiskey. It's not something I would blend with any type of, you know, cocktail or anything like that. So, I wanted to pick a an English blend for this. It just seemed right to kind of buttress up the mildness of this particular whiskey with something more smoky, something substantial, but not something that would overwhelm it. Uh, and so I, I picked a actually a very venerated tobacco uh, tonight. This is Sam Gay with Squadron Leader. It's one of those tobaccos that, gosh, it's just been around forever. It's yeah. kind of hard to get nowadays. It's not readily. I mean, you can get it, but it's uh, it just comes in. Uh, waves the you know a, ability for you to to find it at a retailer, but this is an English blend. It's got some Oriental uh, Turkish leaf in it. It's a medium-bodied English blend. It's one of those where you are aware of the Latakia. It's not uh, over the top, but it's certainly present. Uh, it's very cool on your tongue, and just uh, I, I don't know. I think it kind of uh, takes the the TX uh, blended whiskey and. And just uh, just gives it a little more strength that that maybe it would need for a real uh, flavor nerd to enjoy it. So uh, I liked it. I thought it was a good pairing. Yeah, man. Squadron leader, uh, a frequent flyer, pun intended, on the uh, a lot of different pipes and pipe tobacco forums. Yeah, you, absolutely. You hear this one discussed quite a bit. You know, it does have that. Uh, what do you know? What the uh, the plane that is actually uh, flying on the on the cover here in in the uh, in terms of the branding and the packaging? I. I don't know. It looks like a British plane, a it, British bi- biplane. It looks like, uh, remember in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade when he gets in the plane and his dad's in the back and he's firing and his dad's Sean Connery and he's like, oh, sorry, son, they got us, you know, like, because he accidentally <laughs> fired on the back wing. That looks to be the plane that we got going on back yeah, here. Yeah. Except I don't see the gunner that Sean Connery was in. So it's like that plane without the gunner. <laughs> well, you know, they're trying not to push the envelope too much. It, it's bad enough that it's tobacco. They want to they want to mix guns with it as well, right? I don't know, man. This was back in 1792. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the branding might be a, a little bit different. Yeah, boy, the airplanes in 1792 were really spectacular. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, so uh, Sam Gay with uh, is this? Because I mean, this this does almost look like a collector's item here. Yeah, it, it's actually re- it has been open. You're okay. welcome to pop it open, smell it. Uh, it uh, is probably a little bit smoked out of it, but it's one of those tins that's been sitting around. Uh, in my cellar for quite a while. So, oh man, good tobacco is yes, one of those sir. that just you immediately, you know, are aware that the Latakia is there. The Orientals, when you taste the tobacco, are present, but it's not an overwhelming blend. It's one of those that I think just makes its, you know, kind of strength, the silkiness known. Uh, and, and paired with the TX blended whiskey, I think, uh, I think does well. That is a fantastic pairing. 
That seems to be a fantastic pairing. I, I'm, There's I'm, only one way to find out. Well, I don't have my pipe with me, and I never. <laughs> as, as people write in and complain all the time, I never smoke whenever I'm podcasting. I know, right? <laughs> but uh, but no, that just from the ten note alone, just like a, a swig of the old Texas here, and yep. then uh, with the squadron leader, man, that that's. And a, if you haven't tried squadron leader, you, you owe it to yourself to try it. It's one of those, you know, probably I don't know, top ten or fifteen tobaccos that you need to you need to have tried at some point. Do y'all carry it here? We do. Okay, we sure do. How much does a ten like this normally go for? Uh, you know, it depends on you know when what we can get it for to pass that along. But I think generally the MSRP is somewhere around fourteen dollars. Okay, cool. Yeah. I might I might have to pick that up and sell yeah. it because yeah. I've, I've never. The Samuel had Gay with later. stuff tends to be a little more expensive. You know, it's just uh, all those you know British brands that go with and Hogar, Sam Gay with, of course, all our friends at Esoterica and that stuff. They just uh, you know are a little little more expensive but typically they're they're really really worth it man excellent pairings man ah no i'm serious like you you you've you've done you've done well by the people that like jack daniels i'm sure they'd be a very appreciative of the pairing that you got going over here and for i I liked it yeah no that's what i mean i I liked it it was good i was uh i was was smoking uh this tobacco and this uh jack jack daniels not because they pay me to i just liked it is this your uh matthew mcconaughey all right all right all right that's right, Matthew McConaughey. You know, he likes the bourbon as well. He, he just gives it Jack Dan. What is it Jack Daniels that he does the thing for? And he's like, My whiskey. We just drink it. I, I don't. I don't know. He's just, he's sitting on the beach. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah he gets, so terrible. Gets on the beach, takes his shirt off. He's like, hey, I'm just I'm just out here drinking this uh, whatever this is. I don't I don't know. I'm just I'm just here having a good time. Isn't it cool? Paycheck. You can count my abs. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Be a lot cooler if you did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, man. It would be a lot cooler. If you were getting a nice, clean, cool smoke from a Missouri Meerschaum pipe. That's right. Oh, out of nowhere. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Hit him with the right hook. That's right, man. Of course, Missouri Meerschaum, uh, great corn cob pipes and a uh, sponsor of this show. Uh, one of the reasons why you're able to enjoy this podcast on a week-to-week basis is the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum. And you got to check them out. If you've never smoked a Missouri Meerschaum pipe, think about a corn cob pipe. Like, uh, just imagine, close your eyes, think about a corn cob pipe. Now, if that's just some like, you know, corn cob pipe that you found down at the old general store, they make a dime a dozen of them, everything else. Gotta tell you, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about some cool, custom, creative works. I mean, when you think of a Missouri Meerschaum pipe, they really push the envelope on what you can do with a corn cob. That's right. That's right. They're constantly using new materials and new accents on all their pipes. Again, these are made from pieces of corn that they actually harvest themselves, you know, proprietary strains of corn. Proprietary that, that corn! Uh, that, they've, that they've worked on forever, you know, and uh, of course, this makes some of the most reliable, most trusty pipes uh, here in the United States. Uh, been around forever. We love them and uh, smoke a bunch of them and know them. You know, it's interesting. I was filling several mail orders today. Again, we're kind of backlogged because Caleb has been been gone, and I'm always amazed at how many uh, Missouri Meerschaum pipes we we sell uh, through our website. It's one of those things where uh, folks are constantly, you know, kind of uh, throwing them on the back end of an order, uh, you know, at the last minute. They're like, "Well, I got a couple extra bucks. I, you know what? Let's throw in a Huck Finn. Let's throw in a Tom Sawyer or uh, or a Mark Twain. These are pipes that are just incredibly affordable. You know? Oh yeah, and, and and they're pipes that'll be with you forever. It's a good it's a good work pipe. It's a good truck pipe, fishing pipe, but it's also a good uh, a good everyday pipe. And we've got some of our uh, most loyal. Uh, frequent customers that that smoke almost exclusively Missouri Meerschaum pipes. Well, it's, it's a good it's a good friend pipe as well. You know, like the other day, actually, I was 
I going through my things, I was actually about to go on a trip and uh, and we were packing everything. I thought, okay, well, I want to make sure I, I bring a, a pipe. So of course, if I'm right. going somewhere, if I'm traveling, especially if I have to package something up, then typically I'm bringing a Missouri Meerschaum pipe. But I couldn't find the specific one I was looking the for. The one you wanted. And then I realized, oh yeah, I gave it to a buddy of mine when he came in from out of town. He was like, oh, I've never smoked a pipe before. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you just take this. Eh? Perfect just, starter pipe, just, man. Just try it. That's and great. It's, that's the thing. It's always good to have a couple of Missouri Meerschaums in your collection because it's a great way to bring folks into pipe smoking. They just need to, to Try some of your tobaccos and everything. And uh, yeah, Missouri Meerschaum. Check them out. If you got a Missouri Meerschaum pipe, be sure to smoke it this week. It's a great way to let them know you thank them for sponsoring this show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pipe question of the week. All right, man. Pipe question of the week this week comes in from Dylan J. Shalinder. Shalander. Shalinder. I butchered his name before. (laughs) Dylan says, it is a windy night, but I would not be denied my pipe. I am noticing that my large bent Dublin bowl lets me comfortably keep my hand or thumb around the cover of the chamber. Do you guys have any tips about using your hands in regards to keeping the pipe going in adverse weather conditions? Love the show. Again, that's from listener Dylan. Yeah, it's interesting, Dylan. I I have seen people come in that use their hands, uh, you know, that... 
I even have customers that don't use a tamper. They just use their hands almost as kind of like a uh, like a flu or something to to cover up the oxygen amount that's going into that's going the uh, to the uh, to the bowl, and that's how they kind of regulate it and keep their pipe lit. Which I've never really understood. I wonder. Uh, I've always been curious about that. But you know, yeah. As far as the uh, weather conditions, if you're in a very windy environment, you can also almost use your hand like a wind cap. You know, it's one of those things where if you're grabbing your pipe from the front, typically uh, you can kind of shield it just a nice angle that allows enough air to get in the bowl still you know, while you're puffing on it. So um, it's one of those things that it's just a personal preference. You, you can do that if it's uh, helpful to you. And again, like you said, it's that it, it, you occasionally will find a pipe where uh, the it conforms nice to your hand, where your thumb fits perfectly around it, and the rest of your palm kind of rests on the, the top part of the bowl, which is nice. So, you know, I, I think it's just, uh, you know, one of those things you have to get comfortable with. It varies fr- probably from pipe to pipe. You know, a lot of folks, they will kind of shield their pipe or, or generally cover their pipe over while they're smoking uh, at all, you know, at any time. And so, but as far as any specific tips, uh, you know, it's just one of those things you'll have to continue to experiment with. That's good, man. I, I think, uh, obviously, Uh, when it comes to regulating your pipe, uh, John David is the regulator that you want to talk to. He he should know, because as I recall, it was a clear, dark night. A clear white moon. JD was on the streets trying to consume some pipe tobacco for the evening. So he could get some funk. (laughs) I forget. Is this this from the regulator? Just hit the east side and the LBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was was from regulators. (laughs) That was terrible. I apologize. You tried. You tried really hard. butchered a classic. Great question, though, Dylan. We we actually do get a lot of questions when it uh, comes to uh, uh, smoking pipes in in adverse weather. I would also encourage you to check out the um, episode that we did about pipe smoking on the beach specifically, because we talked about a lot of different weather conditions in that. Yeah, and, you know, we've talked so much about wind caps, you know, and I think these are things that people think, oh, I could use that, but they never really do. Like, get you get you a wind cap. Just try it out. I mean, you know, they cost, what, under $3. You can get them, you know, from us or from uh, your favorite retailer. You know, wind caps are, they're inexpensive. They're one of those things you, you pop on the top of your pipe, you uh, smoke it through the wind cap. It can help you with a variety of things. If you've packed your bowl and want to, you know, put your pipe in your pocket, the wind cap helps the tobacco from, you know, spilling out. You can use it in your car, like we talked about uh, recently on a, on our driving. Uh, diving while piping episode. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> di- diving while piping. Uh, yep, and uh, <laughs> right before we did the Aristocats. That, that's right. That's yeah. right. And uh, you know, you know, you can uh, set it down quickly in your car with the wind cap on and not have to worry about the uh, the ashes spilling out or anything like that. So uh, you know, try the wind cap. I think it's a lot more useful than people people realize. Yeah, man. All right. Well, great question, Dylan. Hey, yeah, good question. If you've got a pipe question of the week, you can send that in show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that is show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick, quick fire, fire with, with the, the squire. squire. Quick fire question! Ow! All right, man. Quick fire questions <laughs> coming in from... Uh, of course, this segment is brought to you by the Tin Society. More on the Tin Society in just a moment. Uh, now, these quick fire questions were sent in from Jordan uh, Scoville. Scoville. Jordan Sco- Scoville. Scoville. Yeah. I like Scoville. It reminds me of Smallville, which was that television series about Superman when he was a kid in high school. Why would they name it that? Because that's the city that he grew up in. He grew up in Smallville, and then he went to Metropolis. Uh, did you not? Did you not know generic that? name? No, I think American city. DC. I mean, yes. No, no. I'm, I'm sure. No, I'm sure you're right. Yeah, yeah that, that if, is. If anyone would know, you would know. I, I think. And if anyone the, uh, would not know, I would not. Know. That that is that is also accurate. Right. That's good. All right, Jordan. Uh, he says, <laughs> sleeping in late or getting.
getting up early. Sleeping in late. Getting up early. Ten times out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we probably Bo are and the, I are very different. We are the living embodiments of the two stark opposites. opposites. Yeah, <laughs> it's really it's really kind. We've laughed before about like, you know, if I were 100% in charge of Country Squire Radio, we would get nothing done. There would be no Country Squire Radio. Like, you know, I'd be sitting in the corner, you know, talking very quietly, uh, you know, not amping myself up each Monday night to, to come on the air. <laughs> And, and and if Bo were a hundred percent in charge of Country Squire Radio, three a.m. baby, we uh, yeah, it would. I mean, it, the, the, you would you would have to medicate yourself to listen to us <laughs> even more than you already do. We'd have so many more enemies, but we'd have but we'd have a lot more interesting content. Yeah. It, it'd be it, it'd be just all over the map. For that alternate we, we make, reality, we make a good team. For that alternate reality, I do encourage you to check out Flash TV Talk, which is. <laughs> Very heavily driven by me and is a very like intense ESPN style of podcasting. So if that's uh yeah, try that. But yeah, okay, so sleeping in late, getting up early. I will say this. I'll throw this out. I'm like out the here. Humpty Dumpty to your Velociraptor. I, I I wouldn't say that you're a Humpty Dumpty. Or more more of a Humpty um, Dumpty had a great fall and all the king's men and all the king's women. All the king's you, people you, you you lost it like uh, almost immediately. I don't remember. But you're not you're not an omelet. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag you're not an omelet. <laughs> No, we'll say this when we were in uh, when we were in. Oh, that's uh, excellent. Uh, New Orleans for the New Orleans Pipe Show. You did. I did, I could not believe this, but you actually got up early with me to go out to breakfast. Yeah. Uh, so that you could check out this little uh, cafe that I've been I've been raving about. And uh, and then as soon as we got back, you went straight back to sleep. No, but it, it meant so much to me that you actually got up. No, I that made that early. effort, right? Man, yeah, that's get, that's yeah. huge. No, that's right. That's huge. All right, uh, pencil <laughs> or pen? Pen. Yeah. Yeah, Not nine and a half times out of ten, I'm a, of course, I, you know, I'm a fountain pen guy. I'm into that. I collect them and you know enjoy tinkering with them. It's kind of right along with my pipe obsession. It's just one more thing to tinker with. But I, I just love pens. I love different color inks and the different nib widths and you know how to make the lines variant and all that kind of stuff. What's I, a nib? What's the a, nib? What's a nib? I don't know what a nib is. That's the end of your fountain of your uh, of your pen. I did not That's, realize. Yeah, that. when you when you're writing with your fountain pen, it's that little that little. Uh, <laughs> As I as I try to stab Bo with my uh, with my with my sailor uh, gold tipped uh, gold nib fountain pen, yeah, it's just this is the this is okay. the nib. Gotcha, gotcha. So the yeah. metal the metal thing. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I I too will go with pen though nothing is fancy. Uh, I I it's kind of surprising because typically I prefer like dry erase like note taking as opposed to like a marker. Yeah. Well, anything that I can erase. Yeah, right. If you ever have it been in Bo's office, he you know he's one of those visual people that like notes on the wall, the big pieces is of paper. Up. Yeah, yeah. Post it notes and. Lots of colored categories and all that kind of stuff. And the benefit of the post-it notes and all that kind of stuff is that you can rip them down. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to look at where you scribbled out or you didn't have to physically go through the process of trying to erase it and then still have the marking there because you can never quite fully erase it. And so, yeah, that's the thing. I don't, I don't, I don't like the pencils. Plus it doesn't pop. Pins pop. Pop. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, just off the page. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Uh, All right. Finally, lasagna or spaghetti? Lasagna. One of my top five favorite dishes in the history of ever is my mother's lasagna. Oh. It is fantastic. Man, that's high praise. And if she ever, you know, has the has the guts to ask me cuz she knows typically what the answer is going to be, you know, I'm I'm coming home for a visit. I don't get to go home very often and <laughs> right. she's like, "What do you want me to make?" There's there's a probably two out of three chance. There's like a 75, you know, ish percent chance that I'm, I'm going to say lasagna. Mama Cole, we know you're listening. If you want to bring some of that lasagna <laughs> down next time you're in town. He's going to be pushing for an Italian pairing now. Squire Select! It's just desperate. <laughs> hey, I'm, t- I'm t- telling you, man, it's just desperate. Yes, sir. 
Uh, you know, I, I that is a beautiful story. But I, I'm, I'm going to go, go with spaghetti. I'm going to go with spaghetti. I've mentioned this before, but I've got this recipe for uh, Francis uh, Coppola's mother's recipe uh, spaghetti that was featured in the movie Godfather. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. When Clemenza is, is cooking for the rest of the team and he, he kind of rattles off this uh, spaghetti sauce recipe. And it's actually uh, uh, it's his mom's recipe, like the, the director's mom's recipe. So I always felt that was cool. After I discovered that, I kind of did some more research and I crafted what I call Godfather spaghetti, which is based off of that recipe. And it is phenomenal. It is an all day process to make it. It also includes homemade uh, from scratch meatballs, as well as uh, some spicy Italian sausage. And it is phenomenal. Well, at least you're modest. I, I, I look, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't know anything about sports. I can't write. I can barely read. You can barely read. <laughs> I, I can do two things in this life. I can, I can put together a pretty, pretty dang good podcast and I know how to cook. And you know, you do know how to cook. <laughs> you do know how to cook. That's well, it's better than, uh, you know, honey boo boo. Uh, she, she eats us uh, and butter. Honey hoo hoo? Honey boo boo. I don't know who that is. Uh, she, you know, skeddy and butter. I, I was, I was expecting that to come out of your mouth. So oh. that's, um, Yeah. <laughs> I do remember the. Uh, I, if you want some tomatoes, you know, introduced, you just use like Heinz ketchup or something. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. Great. That's Squire, Squire Select, of course, was brought to you by uh, the Tin Society. Now, the Tin Society, by the way, if you haven't heard us talking about this, then you haven't been listening to the last couple of episodes. They're an amazing service. Uh, you know, we've talked tonight about I some love great. love what they're doing. Yeah. yeah great tobaccos that, that you can sample, and you can almost kind of do your own Squire Select in reverse. Uh, by signing up for the Tin Society, you get delivered, monthly delivered packages of uh, tobacco tobacco for you to sample, try, figure out if you like it. It's a great way to really extend your palate. And hey, you know what? If you actually sign up for the Tent Society, you get these samples in, you might want to do some own parents and kind of send those in as suggestions oh, right. for some future Squire Selects. We'd Absolutely. love to have that. Well, we love what the Tin Society is doing. Of course, you go to tinsociety.com, use the code Squire when you sign up, and you actually save 20% off on your first month's purchase. It's a cool opportunity. You know, we, we have a lot of these subscription services in America now, and uh, and the guys at the Tin Society, they were so excited to bring that to our passion, our, our pastime. Uh, you know, it's one of those things you spend 10, 20, 30 bucks on an expensive tin of tobacco, and you might not even like it, but with the Tin Society, you get the chance to, to sample three, uh, you know, three or four a month. You get three or four bowls with each sample, and then it's, uh, you know, just gives you an opportunity to try the tobacco before you commit to uh, to a generous portion of it. It's so, such, it's such, it's a, just, it's brilliant, really. It's a brilliant, it's brilliant idea, right. and it's a great way to. Uh, I mean, it, it's something that the industry is, uh, in my opinion, has lacked. Has, it has lacked, yeah. and so um, we're we're really uh, honored to have the Tin Society as a sponsor for the show. Check them out again. Use the code Squire. That gives you twenty percent off in your first month, plus a uh, free Missouri Marshall pie. That's right. So check it out, tinsociety.com. Your thoughts, your comments. Listener feedback. All right, listener feedback in this week, man. This comes in from Doug Owen, and this is actually specifically in response to last week's episode. What did Doug have to say? He says, gosh, what a great discussion. There's a little of the aristocrat and farmer in all of us pipe smokers, but clearly most of us tend to gravitate towards one side or the other. Uh, You guys have a highly sophisticated audience. (laughs) Well, much more sophisticated than we are. Uh Right. They they tune in just to make themselves feel better about themselves. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, I'm really depressed on Mondays. Monday's a tough day. Let's listen to John David and Bo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tune, right. tune in live. Yeah, we'll for feel that. a lot better about ourselves. Look at those guys. I know. Ah. <laughs> it could be worse, right? <laughs> uh, he, he says, you, you guys have a highly sophisticated audience. Uh, I appreciate a bit higher level of discourse typical of a discussion such as this one. Uh, one small but significant example of this was when Bo used the phrase suffice to say as opposed to the ubiquitous suffice it to say. 
uh, so commonly used these days by people of a lesser sophistication. <laughs> I'm sure Bo did that on purpose. Uh, way to go, Bo and JD. Keep up the good work and keep puffing from our friend Doug. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> suffice to say, I did, I did not even know that the uh, the, with so, the the lesser saying of the word. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> is that what the commoners are saying? <laughs> so, sometimes Bo stumbles into uh, into um, to, in, into the, into class. Hey, I, I went to a high school yeah. where we were setting the standards, sir. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the standard in Mississippi, that's like, oh. you know, I mean, I'm just saying like, I mean, that's where you, you know, at least know what a shoe looks like. So when you go pull it out of the garbage bin, like you, you can identify. It. I tell you what we know in Mississippi, <laughs> we know what a boot looks like. We know that you shouldn't put boots on. Boots on your whiskey. whiskey. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, man. This next one comes in from Dave Miller. Yep. Uh, Dave writes in, he says, I would love it if you guys uh, delve into the world of British tobaccos like Condor, yeah. San Bruno, Warrior Plug, River, uh, Revor, River, Revor. Uh, Revor Plug. Revor Plug. Uh, these tobaccos have such a rich history. It would be great to hear y'all talk about them and or uh, their houses. Just a thought of some talking points. Don't want to come off like I'm telling you all how to do your own show as I love it as it is. You guys are great. Uh, again, that's from Dave Miller. Dave, actually. Dave, great. Really, really great uh, suggestion. There. Wonderful suggestion. We've actually, um, you know, we, uh, you know, occasionally it's it's interesting because, you know, you'd think after uh, as we, we come <laughs> into this year going towards five years of doing this show uh, that we'd have to constantly kind of, you know, oh, oh what are we going to talk about? But it, it actually the show almost kind of happens very organically. But whenever we do have kind of our big rallying moments where we kind of list out uh, topics that we want to cover, that's something regional regional tobaccos and also regional pipe styles are, are, are things that have come up before and we've just never actually gotten to them. Yeah, but I would no, think you're that's, right. You're that, right. That's definitely something we want to cover in, in the future. All right. We also got a uh, an iTunes review in from JH2196. What did JH have to say? Yeah, this is on iTunes. He says, great podcast. What a great show. About the time I think your podcast can't get any better, you blow me away with a new show. Uh, it seems that each show is better than the preceding one. I hope you both have a great Christmas and a very happy and prosperous New Year. Of course, this, this one came in uh, a few weeks ago. Keep up the good work. Uh, I look forward to each new episode with anticipation of the unexpected happening. And that's from our friend J.H. on iTunes. Well, thank you very much, J.H. We really uh, greatly appreciate that feedback. Uh, and hey, if you've got some uh, some feedback, especially of the positive variety, head over to iTunes and write us a review. It's a great way to help out the show. It doesn't cost you a dime to do it. But hey, if you are willing to spend a few dimes to ensure that you get some great quality tobacco talk, this is the place and the way to do that is going to CountrySquireRadio.com, clicking on the button that says join the club, where you can become an international pipe club member for here at the Country Squire. Uh, that's through our Patreon account at Patreon.com slash CountrySquireRadio. Three to five dollars an episode, that'll get you a club membership. Or if you just want to help support the show, buck an episode, we greatly appreciate that as well. Again, that's patreon.com slash Radio. We also want you to keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow me. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore Country Squire. Of course, all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com, where you can tune in to the live show happening on Monday nights at 8.30 p.m. Central Time. That's 6.30 Pacific and 9.30 Eastern. Again, that is CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, man, uh, as with most Squire Select episodes, we start off ultimately very professional and then having drinking, drunken, uh, it consumed a couple of glasses of the various whiskeys. <laughs> we have to change our vocabulary because we, gotta, we, we can't even get the right words. Well, right. some of us have a sophisticated vocabulary to begin with. So perhaps there's something about the drinking of the beverages that brings out the best in us. You are a, you are quite the thespian, Bo. You know, whenever I try to speak in a British accent, I just always sound like Stewie Griffin. 
<laughs> Which, I mean, it could be worse. You know, for being such a thespian, you would have thought I would have liked that uh, lesbian uh, uh, Uzo. liquor. Uzo. Yeah, the Uzo. The Uzo. Yeah. Uzo is tailor-made for le- uh, for thespians. <laughs> I, you know, I'm dyslexic. I get the two confused all the time. It, 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 <laughs> it is a delicious uh, spirit. I, I, I do love the uh, the Uzo from the Isle of, uh, of Lesbos. You got to love that. Yep. You got to love that. All right. Well, hey, man. <laughs> Let's go have a night. See you, brother. listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.